Today is um, one of those days where we're doing our 2020 recap. So this is the one that we're going to show at the um, mixer that we have in January, you guys. So y'all are watching right now. So you look at me wherever I am in the room because this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll be going over just a plethora of topics today um, when it comes to 2020. Some of our, our most memorable moments like she said, death and all that good stuff um, and how all of this affected us personally, how it affected the world, how it affects our family and and things like that. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. First thing that we want to touch on is the Kobe Bryant um, thing, um, death. I hate saying it when it comes to him. Do you remember where you were? Yes. You found out? Yep. I was in bed. You I had just woke up from a, from a nap. How did it feel when you seen it? Were you like I thought it was fake? Were you like oh, Kobe Bryant died? Like, I thought man, it was fake. TMZ always lying. I thought it was fake. That's that was my exact reaction. Like man, you know how you see, you sometimes see those ones that are floating around on Facebook or on social media that are fake. They done killed Lil Wayne a hundred times. Yeah, literally. Um, and the dude from uh, like you know what I'm talking about the dude from fucking, uh, 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 you know what I'm talking about, dude. Chinky. No, not Chingy. Oh. Um, the dude that did Hood Hopper. All right. Now you losing me. Oh, fuck. I got to look up dude's name. But him, he said that he was mad as hell when he found out he was dead on social media. I don't remember exactly Do you remember where Jaquan. Oh, okay. That's what his name was. <laughs> Tipsy, bitch. Tipsy. He said he was mad as hell when he woke up. Here comes the two, two, three, two to the four. four. Yeah. <laughs> he, girl, he said he was mad when he came, when he got on social media and found out he was dead. He was like, what the fuck? With Kobe Bryant, I... When I first heard it, I thought it was fake. When yeah, I heard too. out more information that it was a, a helicopter crash, oh, this is definitely, definitely fake. fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, he crashed in the helicopter with yeah. his kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facebook is funny. But to find out it was real, it was a little bit more traumatic. I'm not a basketball fan. I, I like, am. you know, like, I don't really know much about sports. I know what I know. I watch what I watch and I engage how I engage. But, you know, like, with that being said, Kobe Bryant was still such a staple in my life as an NBA player without me being a fan of the sport. There's so many videos I watch of Kobe Bryant jumping over cars. I One of my favorite songs is Kobe Bryant by Lil Wayne. He's been such a staple in my life without me being a fan of basketball. I can mm -hmm. only imagine how that affected people who strive to be like them in their basketball careers, are fans sure. of him, are just, you know, so much. And it's like, that's it's crazy. a crazy way to start off the year. And, yeah. you know, for people who are from Minnesota, you know, we had the death of Kobe Bryant. We had the death of Alexi Alajay. Yep. In December, we had the death of Juice World. not mm -hmm. being from here, but just in general as being the, like a predominant person in the entertainment industry and having an She actually died on, on the first people. of the year. Lexiology. Yes, New Year's Eve. Yep, New Year's Eve. For sure. Yep. And it's like, it's a crazy way to start. And I feel like without us knowing what would come this March, it, it really set the tone for the it year. It definitely did. Because it's like, the year was very dark. At, like, you know, we have had a lot of highlights, maybe personally in each person's own way, but just like mm -hmm. overall, it's been a very, very dark year. Thanks. And I feel like it's crazy that that's how I start off with such a monumental loss like that. And I think he passed away like right at the end of January too. So like right before all this COVID. And so. I'm even like I can't even imagine how his I wife. I remember hearing about COVID though in January, but it hadn't hit. And in China, yeah, it didn't in hit. China, I, I heard, thought that was fake. I th oh COVID. I thought that was fake. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I didn't. Did I think it was fake? No. Did I think it was gonna come here and be what we have today? No. Hell, yeah, no. I thought it was fake yeah. because there's other like um you know stuff that we see on the internet that it says there's some you know diseases here and there and whatever country third world country blah blah, blah. but I didn't think like you said. 
I didn't think that it was going to be here with us, but I definitely thought it was fake. Like I didn't think that it would matter. Like it would matter, especially when they're talking about people caught COVID from bats eating, yeah. e- eating bats and stuff like this. Like, is this a meme or is this a real life? Yeah, that's why and, I thought it was fake because I seen all that stuff like that, and I'm like, Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. They eating bats. <laughs> they, here the internet goes again, trolling <laughs> motherfuckers. But <laughs> this shit was real. I think it was very traumatic. Was somebody was Kobe somebody who was prominent in your life, or maybe a better question would be: Is any of the celebrities who we lost early on in the year where did that have any effect on you or your mental health? So I don't think that it had any um, effect on my mental health because I felt like at that point I deal and grieve death differently from a lot of different people. Um, but I feel like I was a Lakers fan. Um, my daughter was born the year that they won the uh, Kobe's, I think, second ring, which is 2010. Second or third, um, when he was playing with Paul Gasol and um, other dude, and it's a lot of people that he was playing with on that team, um, Derek Fisher and all of them before he became a coach. And I was actually a really big Kobe Bryant fan because of one of my baby's fathers. Um, he's a really one of big, them niggas. One of them niggas. Um, he <laughs> he fucking uh, was a big Kobe Bryant fan. Like he had like posters and shit in his room and all types of shit. Like growing up, so. Um, do I think it affected my mental health? No, but did it affect me emotionally and to know how much a person that I still have love for, I know that it would have affected him and how it did affect him. Yes, it did. Do you think it's weird that celebrity athletes are just, I think a better category would be for them just influencers to categorize them all, how strong of an effect their death and how their death happens affected us as a culture. Like, I feel mm. like it was traumatizing the people Absolutely. to find out that Kobe died in a helicopter crash. And that it his, was the manner his, in which he died. His his body was discombobulated yeah. and that he died with his daughter. Mm-hmm. And people who were there were saying that he held his daughter Rest as pieces, they were crashing. Right. Like, Yeah, it was crazy. And I just felt like even after reading like the sad stuff from his wife and just like how they died together. And she just felt like that was just like it was supposed it was meant to be that way because like she wouldn't have been able to like continue on life without her dad. Like she knew that that's how her child must have felt about her father because they were such best friends. And it's just so fucked up that it happened in that manner. I like hope the it's crazy. Is everything we think it is. Yeah. Because if it's I don't not- think it's anything, though. But that's that's another, that's another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I really do. I I don't know if I, I don't I wouldn't be strong enough to think of it in that light at all. Especially yeah. a week after it happened. Yeah. A, a two weeks after it happened. A few I wouldn't be able to make a statement until now. <laughs> a, a year later. Yeah. This is what I have to say. This is how is, I feel. I think that she was really just being strong for her other kids. Like keep in mind they have three other children. So I think that when it comes to it. She had to be strong for someone. And I, I don't think that women really know how strong they are until that's the only option. Like that, that saying rings so true to me because she literally has to still raise her other three kids and she has to be strong for them. Like you can't not be strong for your kids because they're the weak ones. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the vulnerable. They're supposed to be vulnerable. They're supposed to be leaning on you and you have to be that person to be able to hold it together. So I feel like when she did that, I felt like it was more because she had to be strong. And that's just how I feel about it. It's fucked that, up. That, that's how I feel about it. Because <sighs> yeah. it's just such a hard thought to think of. Not yeah. even Kobe Bryant, just anybody it's dying the with their child. Like, like, like just, it's a matter in which Trying to imagine how that happened. Trying to imagine the plane falling. Because mm-hmm. there, there, there was a few minutes, maybe even seconds, where they realized what was going on. Mm-hmm. And they held each other. And I'm sure he held her, tried to comfort her, and tried to tell her everything was going to be okay. Yep. 
and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, I feel like that's so hard to deal with. And even as just like a fan, as a consumer, as the public, like thinking of that, it's hurtful. Like right now, I feel like my tear, my eyes are watering. So yeah. I can only imagine how her being his wife, and it wasn't just his wife, like, oh, 10 years oh, yeah. into his career. That's his high school my sweetheart. sweetheart. Yeah. She knows him, knows him. She mm-hmm. knows him before the fame. She knows him before Kobe Bryant was Kobe Bryant. She knows like, you know, the real natural him. And I just know it feels different. And I I feel for her. I really, really do. And I like, I feel like it's even hard to see so many people mourning him. Like every single, even for if sure. it's something respectful and honorable and nice to say about him, I know she sees that. Like, damn, you know, it's not. It's not just his twelve family members he may just have. It's yeah. not just his kids. It's a whole fan base. It's, it's the it's world. Millions really. of people. It's yeah. the NBA. It's us. Mm-hmm. It's musicians. It's it's everybody who's mourning that loss. And it's. I feel like it's hard. And I, feel, I. I really hope that she has the support from people around her, from his family, from her own family, from the motherfucking NBA. Because I feel like in the music industry, or just in sports, when people die, they don't send the right like kind of support behind this because this, this person has made you millions of dollars. Yeah. And I hope the Bryants didn't pay for that funeral themselves. I don't think so. I hope not. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. I hope not. He was he was like Phil Phil when he coached Michael I mean uh Michael Jordan back in the nineties and he I'm pretty sure he had a lot to do with that. Like Phil was like he's like one of the top coaches. He's won the most rings in the NBA. No, I, I know that he's been around surrounded by yeah. a lot of stuff people and a lot of yeah. people who could have done that. Definitely. But I really hope and that for they the Lakers the right franchise too. I mean, Magic Johnson and stuff like that, they were they were also a part of the Lakers franchise as well. But I feel like Kobe Bryant um also just he amplified that that reputation that they have by winning those rings that he won. So yeah, I feel like he definitely probably was they they probably had lots of help, even now. So um Chad, let's touch on Chadwick Boseman really quick. Um, I don't feel like his death really impacted a lot of different people as far as Kobe Bryant. I don't think so. Um, Do you know how big Black Panther was? Yeah, I was there watching it. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the biggest movie movements in the last decade. That affected more people, not just him being a black man mm-hmm. or, or being a sensation. It, I feel like Chadwick Boseman reached as many people as Kobe Bryant because he was a superhero. That relates to everybody. As black people, it resonated with us a little bit more because he was a black superhero in a black world, but everybody loves Marvel. Everybody loves comics. Everybody loves the storylines i feel like I that affected that so that. many people in the fact that we didn't even know he was sick and he a lot was of people sick. did though so that's the, that's another a lot reason why of people i don't in feel his like circle no a lot of people that are around him that worked with him and stuff when he was on his dying days did know, well before his dying days when he, he was sick for a very long time the like, movie he just posted on that not he just posted that was just released on yeah. netflix with viola he was, davis he was sick he looks so sick he was sick it, and it's sad to like even i mean it probably see, wasn't like, talked about sick. like you know what i'm saying like amongst everybody like are you sick are you sick but it probably was definitely like a thought in everybody mind and I don't I don't feel like he touched as many people as like a Kobe Bryant or like uh or like a Nipsey Hustle because at the end of the day let me finish I just feel at the end of the day with Chadwick Boseman even though he was a Black Panther and stuff like that I feel like um Kobe Bryant's fan base was was a lot bigger um it reached a lot of different people and we might be able to resonate with a little bit more because he was a black superhero but um Kobe Bryant his his 20 year career is long in the making like and he was a Laker so at the end of the day people know him like all over the world. He, same thing for Chad, Chad with Chad Bozeman, too. Bozeman knows but it just the same didn't, thing. It didn't he, hit me he, or somebody that, like, people that I know, like, personally, it didn't hit them. Like, I know for a fact that my baby daddy was in prison crying over, over Kobe. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't think that it was. So I don't think I've, I didn't see anybody crying about Chadwin Boseman. You know what I'm saying? Not not to take away from his death or his legacy or anything like that. Um, but that's just my opinion on that particular situation. I don't think that it it hit home for a lot of people like how Kobe Bryant was. And it was in the manner that Kobe Bryant died. I can't stress that enough. So I feel if like my parent died in a car crash, I would be more sad if she, she if I watched her die from cancer. Like I it's like you could almost get yourself ready for your for that person dying. Vanessa, when she kissed him that day. She didn't know he was coming. She did not know he was not coming back. His kids did not know he was not coming back. He got to be able to, Chadwin Boseman got to sit with his motherfucking family and they got to prepare for him to die. His family had that, but you got to think of the people, not only the people who looked at him as the Black Panther, but the people who looked at him as, um, it's not Rick James, but who did he play in the movie? One of the um, music sensations. He played that person in Get Up. He also played 42. He played so many monumental roles that we may not recognize now, but when my son goes to find out who James Brown is, he's going to picture Chadwick Boseman. When he pictures Black Panther, he's going to picture him. I feel like he had such an impact that he wasn't able to live and feel. Kobe got to live through his great years. When you are doing movies. Girl, he, I mean, yeah, he did live through his great he, years. He, but, right now in 2020, yeah. to be honest, if Kobe Bryant was not dead, he would not be as relevant as he is. To to be honest, you got to think about how the younger. I don't think you really know about Kobe Bryant. I, I, I know, I no, think, I, I yeah, exactly. and I think that it, I think that it goes back to you saying I'm not really, and I don't really know like maybe that that's the reason why. Like you know, no, I don't think because that the same way people really treat know. Michael Jordan, the same way that these young people treat these hip hop artists, is exactly how they, is how they would have treated Kobe Bryant. It's the same way. So that's what I'm saying is I'm saying that if he wouldn't have passed, it wouldn't have been this as much. He just won an Oscar last year, girl. Bye. He's he's important. Kobe Bryant. I'm yes. not saying he's not important, but I'm saying these young kids, these people who are in very much influenced by entertainment and the, the media and internet and all that stuff, they would have not respected him and saying we live through Kobe Bryant's I reign. I think that Kobe Bryant has always been respected as an NBA player. I think that he's always been respected as a, you know what I'm saying, stand-up guy. I think that his legacy is very strong and I think it that... It is, you know but not saying? to these younger people who didn't live through it. We lived through it. So I understand that. But that's you passed down that. though. That's passed down. Like even he's done playing, Basketball but we still... Isn't passed we, down. Yes, it's it is. We still... Not, Girl, when Dude, we we wasn't watching TV when Jordan was playing basketball. What are you talking about? That wasn't the nineties. But we still TVs. know him. But people, we still know him. We Tyler. still know him because he sells sneakers. And if you no, ask you know him because of what he did and what. No, if you of, ask what? a fifteen-year-old who's a better basketball player, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, they're going to say LeBron James. Honey, their legacies are forever respected. They they, like, they are. But I'm just saying that it wouldn't be what it is <laughs> yet. To these young kids, if they we don't give they a fuck about these it. young kids. That's the, the young thing. kids is our the people who's going to pay entertainment. They're the next. No, they're the next I don't. I don't think that. I don't think my little brother is a person that grew up after me. He's a whole generation damn near younger than me. And I bet. And I know that he appreciates Kobe Bryant the same that we he, the way that he appreciates Jordan. He appreciates Jordan. I think it's the just same really subjective. Way. I feel like it's not. The it's same. not subjective at all. I That's just real facts. I do think it is. I feel like people have Chadwick Boseman like Black Panther didn't even touch what Lion King could have did or Frozen. So I don't. Neither. Go look it up. It's statistically proven. So I don't. I don't. You're crazy. Go look it up. Was niggas dressing in frozen go costumes to watch? Oh uh, yes, bitch. Yes, yes, yes. Frozen, frozen, and frozen two are the animated top ones that they did. Like he's not even close to that. It's not even close. Like that's statistically proven. Go look it up. The facts. I, I will. Go look it up. I will because you, you're tripping. No. If, you don't, if you don't think that Black Panther broke, no, records, I think that broke, I think that Black Panther did great. Box top, broke them think, but it was not. It, it was not as. It's not as top. Like it's not. It's not. Five, it's not number five. It's not. It's not even number five. So that I mean, you know what I'm saying. That's that's just the facts. Like 
That's the facts. Like Frozen, Frozen did it. Like they it, that blew Lion King out the water. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> and Lion King right behind them. So I mean, I don't know. I just feel the like the biggest February opening day and weekend. They are the highest grossing movie from an African American director. I don't believe they I are the highest it. grossing Monday on a record. Honey, they, that and, doesn't and have they beat anything all to do with other the, Marvel movies on a weekday. On nothing, a weekday, that has nothing to do. They with beat anything. all of them. They're, they're the biggest Tyra, Marvel I'm, movie. They're the Marvel's no, they're the biggest movies <laughs> network in general. The <laughs> only thing not. that beat them is the End Game because that's the last okay, one. Okay, that's not. It's not what. That's not what happened, Tyra. They did not beat I all digress. Marvel music. What's the next topic? Because you're not going to disrespect Chadwick Bossman for making that pissed on somebody. He's cool. Who pissed on who? That was R. Kelly you're talking about, not Kobe Bryant, boo. Oh, he, fact he just got accused but of raping anyhow, somebody. I'm right, fine. yeah, and was acquitted. Okay, so it was cool. R. Kelly. <laughs> like, and Bill Cosby saying, before they got sent to jail. Just saying. You tried to compare it with R. Kelly right now, honey. Stop it. So why you pissed on somebody. Bitch, what are you talking about? No, he did something wrong. Bitch, matter. he did not do anything wrong. We don't know. Next. Next. <laughs> Anyways. Me, oh, I don't even know where I'm meeting up. Her meeting those FYI, I'm just really excited. This is our 2020 recap, and we just reached 1,034 people with our live. So. That's great. Can we get on a much lighter topic, um, which I think would be maybe Netflix? Oh, Netflix in there, stuff for the African-American community. What was your favorite Netflix movie series this year? Um, had to probably be Joe Exotic, probably. Okay. That was the funniest. Um, I already knew about the Central funny? Park. Yeah, I already knew about the Central Park Five. So I already and that was not a surprise for me. A lot of I it was kind of shocking to see how many people didn't know about that. <laughs> I think it's. I think you had a privilege of going to school that you went to and educated you that way, especially in the state we're in and how it's structured. We're not structured yeah, around African American. It was. History, it was a really surprise to know how people didn't know about that. I'm like, y'all just not finding out about this shit. Like, what the fuck? This shit. Been? I actually didn't watch that because um, a long time ago I decided um, the last documentary I watched about. Um, Black discrimination, slavery, um, police killings, or <laughs> anything uh, of that sort. It was um, he killed himself in jail, and it was produced by Jay Z. Oh, the dude that was on uh, Rikers Island. Yes, him. That was the last documentary I watched, and I decided that was the last time I was going to cry. I didn't even watch it. Um, I really feel like all of these movie series, docu series, whatever it is, are um, modern day lynching. I feel like constantly reminding us that somebody was killed um, without no reason, without any repercussions, are the modern day lynching. Lynching I think was- that it could go either way. I think that um, you're damned in that situation. You're also damned if you do, damned if you don't. If there was some stuff that, like, say, the, at one point in time, there wasn't any type of documentaries that were out here educating our people and you know what I'm saying giving our people information and stuff like that it was like damn why don't we have that shit but now it's like oh but stop why, coming why, out with so many things no why stuff. why is the only like, why is the only education that we get about black history is either about slavery or how we were killed it's not about the people who were in Egypt it's not about the people who were innovative and created internet and all these other things that black people have done all these great things we only get about slavery and killing we only get traumatizing stories we only get Harriet Tubman the Jane going or we either get fictional stories or stories that are traumatizing mm-hmm. and fictional stories does nothing for us because we're believing something that wasn't true and then even to the stories that are part of our history they're having people who aren't black americans play these roles not to take away from our african dis- our african descent but 
people who live in Africa, grew up in Africa, and that's I their history, don't have the same the money. I think it depends on the money and the production and that type of stuff. I think that if black people are making their own black theaters and making their own black movies to more or less educate instead of being like, like you said, modern day, modern day lynching, black then people I feel like movies, um, if you're, but you should, we should. So instead of us sitting here talking about, oh, no, I'm saying black people aren't the ones producing all these traumatizing movies. How about we get black producers? How about we get black people that are filming? How, do, how about we get more of, how about we depend more on like a Jordan Peele and things like that? People that are offering things to the black community or the people that even produce the black panther stuff i mean technically he's working on a white man too because that's not his series but we could have someone come that we could have people or try to expose our people to more diverse things when it comes to our production the oscars has always been a problem in the black community so like tyler perry said why don't we create our own table instead of trying to work on having these people produce what we want to see why don't we encourage more and support more people that are producers like and directors and things like that? And we don't have many because even with the whole Black Panther thing, he's working under a white man. That's not his. That's but not we also have to understand we're four hundred years behind these people. facts. So facts. so so in twenty twenty, where we're seeing all the rise of black businesses, black you know entertainment, it's it's not by surprise are not by like you know a plan it's just that we're just finally catching up to where people were to have an advantage of us where people were able to claim land build businesses that are now billion dollar companies we were slaves and not even able to read then so we're yeah. just catching up and it takes time to do that when these people have been generations on generations on generations but of there's wealth. people now that's not that now are bringing a lot to the table when it comes to like Tyler Perry Studios. And even when I brought that up saying that maybe he should host his own award show, like people was like, <laughs> like, it, that's it, funny. Like, it, it's not us. I, I do think that. That's not really funny. I do think <laughs> that being we're dead so, I think we're so, I don't know the word to use, but I think we're so used to what we we're know. We're so conditioned into thinking that something like that is so stupid to think of, but really it could work out in our benefit. I think because in the world, maybe the Who's black... fighting to be at the Oscars when you can create your own Oscars? We are the people that go behind that shit. We are the people that really fund for, fund that shit. We are really the people that, you know what I'm saying, back people up. We go to the movies all the time. We spend our good, our hard-earned money. We, we back motherfuckers. There's people like that we can actually support of our own kind that we don't support. And I feel like that's a problem in the black community. Even when we do have those staple type of people, Tyler Perry is a, a long, a long standing person who's never done anything but anything positive for the black community. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, other than making his Medea movies, but that was on account of his own character. That's how he built his brand. Like it is what it is. But at the same time, I think that he's done he's done nothing but have films that were resonated with different black women. I mean, I think that you have a different opinion about. Tyler Perry in his in his stories, but even like um, he had another movie that was didn't have anything to do with a black woman being in turmoil. It was called um, The Family That Prays by Tyler Perry, which is one of my favorite films by him, actually. Um, and it was some about amazing the black Africans. woman who catered to a white woman her whole life and finally got fed up. I about no. how her best friend or was she the maid that. for the white woman? No, no, who was, she was not the maid. That was one of her best friends, mm -hmm. and, and she got tired of no of catering to her. No, ma'am, that had nothing to do with the family that prays, honey. The, the that woman was sleeping with someone out of her company, and she ended up getting caught. That's what that was about. It had nothing to do with nobody being a maid. It, I feel like it just had to do a lot with the turmoil between black and white women. But I'm not even going to touch on Tyler Perry because I do believe that his what he's created would be great for us just in general. My personal feelings for Tyler Perry himself are a little bit different. But like the studio he has, it's great. And I feel like just in general, because we value 
people who aren't a part of our culture's opinion so much, people will never respect a Tyler Perry award show. Well, I don't feel like there ever will be that same respect and around a problem. Soul Train rewards. I don't even want to bring up the BET awards because they're not ran by us particularly. Um, we're just the face of it. Never. Viacom has always owned BET. It oh was, yeah, Viacom, it, I guess. Yes, but I mean, it was it was a platform for black people, but people started like venturing away from BET anyhow, for whatever reason. I'm not sure why, but... I think it has to do a lot about their appreciation. Like, you'll beg me to come to this platform, but you're not really, like, paying us. Because you also got to think about that, too. These are entertainers who get paid for their presence, and I think we have to take that away, too. I think it's a lot of... um, Opportunities we're not given that we can only give from people who um, are of the culture of our oppressors, that people who are of our same culture we can't get. So when they do give it to us, we feel undervalued. And it's not that we're undervalued. It's just that that platform is underprivileged. And if you want to help build them up, you should take whatever they can give you and do what you can to help them build. So maybe the next year they can offer you more and people don't think like that. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's some there's things that people are doing out here that um, a lot of black people or people are like it's laughed at in the community. And let's just be honest, like black people are like that, like melanated people are just like that. Like when it, when it comes to something, it's like, like, like that. we, we want to, we, we, we are conditioned, but at the same time, if we're sitting here having a conscious and we're having a more, I wouldn't say woke, but you know, having an intellectual conversation about these type of things, that means that someone somewhere thinks differently. There's someone somewhere who thinks that this can work. There's someone somewhere that doesn't think in that conditioned mindset. I think that if I think Tyler Perry was to hold a, a war show, I would watch that shit. To be honest, and that, that has nothing to do with my biased opinion for him or his acting or his career. It, it's all about how he was determined to create that type of platform for black people. And that's what I'm supporting. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with his personal acting or whatever the I'm case may be. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch a Pie the Perry But since, show, the, since it's not in and since it's not a thing, black people are like, hee hee hee, for what? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how we act. Like, if it's not in, if it's not in trend, they don't want to listen to it. If it's not in trend, they don't want to follow it. And that's the thing. We're conditioned into thinking like that. If it's not what everybody else is following, you don't want to follow that. And that's the problem. Like, I feel like I would be one of those people that would be that would actually watch it. If you if you brought some good topics and some good categories and are so nominating some good people, I thought that is something that could definitely take off. I think a Tyler o Perry award show would just be different because it'll bring the sauce that other award shows don't have. I've never no, I won't say never. Black people always bring the sauce. I've never watched. I, when I say I never watched a Grammy award show, I'm saying this at 23 years old. And if I did watch one, I don't remember it. You mean Oscar? No, I'm talking about Grammy. I'm talking about Oscar, uh, Emmys, all that stuff. I can't. I don't remember. watch the Emmys, but I watch the Oscars. I, I, I the may Grammy. have watched it, but what do you remember from one? Do you, is there something that's that stained in your head from an Oscars, Grammys, or any other award show? Is there a um, moment? A moment? Yeah. Like, no, but I can't say the same about BET either. You don't remember Monique coming out there dancing like Beyonce? You don't remember Destiny remember Child? It. You don't remember Destiny Child giving them lap dances to Terrence Howard and them? You remember that? No, I remember no. that, yeah. yeah so, so but now. do you have those same but it didn't memories? Out to me, though. Like it did, I don't like, know. For me, it stood out because I remember it right now at 23 years ago, 23 years old, and that's something I may have seen over eight years ago. Yeah. Do you have those I mean, same memories or can you recall anything from any Grammy, Emmy, or Oscar award I'm not show? Saying that the, but what what is the point of asking me that? I don't I don't understand what you're no, trying, what what you're I'm trying say, to get at. What I'm saying is that if Tyler Perry was to create something just because of the culture he comes from, I think it would be more of a staple than these other award shows we hold in oh, such a high regard. Because yeah, I, I, I how I can recall certain events from a BET award show or even a Soul Train award for I can I recall can't stuff from I watch it, but not everybody does. I I don't know. But I I can recall things from that that I've watched several of these 
bigger platform award shows and I can't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the only thing that isn't a quote unquote black platform that I remember things from is maybe the MTV or VH1, wherever Kanye West went up there and told Taylor Swift, uh-uh. I don't remember. You don't remember what Taylor? I remember that. I remember, but I don't remember the award show that it was. I, oh, I don't remember. remember the I don't remember. Look, I'm like, but you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Of I course. was like, no, you remember that. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, I remember that for sure. But I'm just saying, I just feel like it's a different sauce that would add to it and that could, yeah, I agree. could be appreciated. I just feel like there's a lot of work within our own communities and culture Facts. that needs to be done. Um, And I feel like it's more of a confidence and like individuality thing to appreciate our own. But yeah. I don't have no individuality problems. I love black people and I'll support any. Not even individual. I don't care if I liked the the most random show that only one person was watching. I'm watching. I like it. Do you like it too? Yeah. I'm Thank not you. I don't know. I just don't be a part of the wave. But if you know, if Tyler Perry's watching this, you know what I'm saying? Or oh. if it reaches you anytime, please definitely consider doing something like that of that stature because I definitely you definitely will have somebody supporting you for sure. Two. Cause please. <laughs> Like, we don't have it. I mean, he has the perfect producer. He has the perfect studio for it. Like, why Why wouldn't you? Like, consider it for sure. Um, other than that, I don't know. Sh- I mean, what else are we talking about? Well, we really know. went from talking about Netflix and all of the... Oh, right. <laughs> Netflix. So, yeah, Joe that Exotic was, was my point. shit. Um, Joe Exotic was funny was as my fuck. Shit. Um, Carol Baskin and all that other extra shit. That shit is funny. Um, she's a fucking hypocrite-ass, murdering-ass bitch. But other than that... But do you like, um, do you feel like um, Netflix tight. has given us good content this year? Yeah, I feel for sure. And I think that they were monetizing off the fact that it was coronavirus and people were at, were at home sitting there on their asses and didn't have shit else to do. Do you feel like Netflix is going to replace cable? No. Well, not Netflix specifically. Do but- I like streaming platforms, period? Yes. No, I don't. I don't. I feel like um, the gist of the live stream. Stuff like my grandma, she watches the news all the time and she barely watches like shit on Netflix. So you got that crowd of people that still watch the news and still have to watch live stream shit that they be watching. So, I mean, they have those type of people that is a crowd, you know what I'm saying? And I think that CNN and all that shit is always going to be around still. Like, I don't think that Netflix But no disrespect, how old is your grandma? Uh, She's 67, I think. Okay. So that generation, you know, within the next 40 years probably won't be here. Unless live, unless Netflix comes out with a live streaming, like actual things like are coming on every Sunday. That's another thing. Like people that keep up with shows want to watch shit every every week and shit like that. So if they're not coming out with a feature that is along those lines, I don't think that they would take over. Like it would be like the number one program, not Netflix specifically, but all streaming platforms. But who I don't think so. does do that? You can watch live cable from your streaming. And also mm-hmm. Netflix does essentially the same thing. It's not Only live, on their shows though. But, but on, on certain shows every Sunday. On their shows. Uh, on, on their shows. Oh, on, on their- Netflix shows are those are the shows that release Netflix once originals. a or something. Yep, yep. But I do think that it has the potential to reach from cable just because one day I did budgeting and I realized how much I was spending on streaming between YouTube Premium, Spotify, Hulu, They make it sound Netflix. better. That's and, the only reason but, why. But when you look at it, you're spending at least $100 a month, especially yeah. if you have all of them. If you have YouTube, Spotify, Netflix, Apple Music, uh, what else is there? You can have Pandora. You Disney can Plus. have you, Disney Plus for sure. And it's expensive. Yeah. Disney Plus is only $6. Compared to everything else, Netflix wants 20 Yeah, Dude. Netflix went up to $17.99. And that's for two screens. I got three in my house. Nope. I do feel eventually, though, I feel like that's kind of the transition just because I feel like times are turning digital, even mm-hmm. to the point of people wanting to make our currency digital with Bitcoin and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I think that eventually, 
I don't think that streaming platforms will take over the TV. Cause like I said, I just always think that that live stream of different things does something to people. Like I don't watch the news specifically, but I do want to have like regular TV to watch stuff that comes out on the weekdays like that. I don't, I can't catch on Netflix or I can't catch it on Hulu every week. You know what I'm saying? I you got to wait till the end of the season, wait till they release that shit when they feel like it. And then you can watch it. Like I think that yeah. I, well, Hulu specifically, I think they're doing their best to end that because you can get Hulu like the, the day Lord. you can do who you can get Hulu the day of and I feel like even with Netflix started it was Wait, still which, which 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 TV shows because I, I bitch what? everything who, she at midnight if something comes on at seven eight seven you can't PM watch that Power day, on Hulu on uh, at midnight that's on that's on Xfinity or you if you have a fire stick I was gonna say with my understanding it comes out the day after or that day at some midnight. select shows some but, select but either way though I think what they're doing is the same thing Netflix did originally with DVDs because how I remember Netflix is we were ordering DVDs that was coming in our mailbox yeah. and once DVDs got played out it's just a streaming platform so mm -hmm. I feel like Hulu Netflix and all these other platforms are doing the same thing like okay we're here cable's still here but once cable gets played out we're still gonna be here and I yeah. feel like and that's I feel like there's another one on there too that has like uh, live TV too that's just specifically live TV I, on there and I can't, and I can't think remember it. which one it's called Prime is no, it's Prime? not Prime. It's something oh. else. It's something else. It's another one on, on you know, that comes Amazon's with Amazon's going to take it over the world. We're going to have Amazon <laughs> grocery stores. We already do. <laughs> There's <laughs> <Everything>. already one. <laughs> They're going to take over the world. They don't pay no taxes, nothing. Yeah. Love Amazon. Shout out to Jeff it's, Bezos, man. I'm like, hey, Bezos. <laughs> My name's Tyra. Nice to meet you. I fucking love it. But um, no, seriously. Do I think that it has the potential to? Yeah. But it has to be within like the next, like, like you said, years. 20, 30, 40 years type shit. Um, but right now, Hell no. <laughs> like you said your granny love that remote. Man, do she? She watched a lot of live TV. A lot of that old the older crowd watches a oh, lot yeah. of that. And type, my granny, she's stuff. adjusted so much she started talking to her remote control. Oh. She she'd be like, um, play all my life. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I'm like, girl, that's what you want your TV to play. <laughs> Who watches soap operas no more? If you don't turn on love and hip hop. What else in 2020 are we talking about? Oh, uh -huh. the fucking riots, man. Um, I can remember where I was at when I seen that shit. I was at home on my phone. Um, and I can remember the anger that I felt when I seen the actual video. I never watched the video. Really? Until I, I, so way before George Floyd, even before Philando Castile, I think that's the last video I watched in total to be traumatized like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's me personally or other people, but that shit hits right here yeah. to, to hear someone begging for their life or to hear someone's child begging for their father's life or to hear someone's girlfriend say, damn, why are you doing this? Or to hear someone get shot and say, I'm sorry, and still be killed. It's yeah. traumatizing. It, it is. hurts. And it I does. carry that with me. And I look for at sure. my black sons. I look at my black boyfriend and be like, damn, that could be you because we live here. We feel that. And I, I stopped watching. So I, I, mm. I watched enough to yeah, understand, I didn't watch it to but end. I didn't watch enough to yeah. be traumatized. I yeah. couldn't because... It's five minutes yeah. of him, of someone begging for their life and for someone sure. not lifting up. I, yeah. I can't watch that. I don't know how he did that if he's not a murderer. Yeah. I don't know how people around him watched that if they weren't a murderer. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you did that and, and had compassion for human life, mm -hmm. whether he was an addict, whether he stole. If yeah. he stole from, and it was a corner store, he was he couldn't have stole nothing of value. Did he steal a bag of chips? Was it candy? He or was it with counterfeit? Counter counterfeit money. Okay. Did he need to lose his life like, over no. that? Hell no. no. And I couldn't watch that. Yeah. But for me, when I, I don't know, when I, the day after the initial riots, I was at my friend's house. She lives right in this university area. So I was driving home and I started to see like a little ruckus around Target and stuff. And you know, the day <laughs> prior, they had looted funny, the- but 
they had looted the the target that was nearest to his death. So when I seen that, I'm like, oh yeah, the police gonna come shoot that down within 15 minutes. Foot Locker being broken to liquor yeah, stores being broken to hair stores being broken to buildings being burnt down, and yeah. I'm like, and it's like as. I felt so like double sided about it. It's like you guys shouldn't be doing this, but at what point do we demand respect and yeah. our lives to be valued? Yeah. You guys don't value our lives, but you value these businesses and you value this revenue. So I feel like that's the only leverage that people had to demand yeah. respect and demand an outcome that respected their feelings and that respected his life. Yeah. I feel like um I remember where I was when I first heard about it. I was at home. Um, like I said before, and then I remember how angry I was when I watched it. I could not, I could not watch it all the way to the end. Um, unfortunately I did watch some, I did watch most of it, but I didn't watch everything until the end. And then I think, like you said, just to kind of agree with what you, what you said, I mean, it was just the anguish that you feel for the black community period. Um, and then the riots and the looting that broke out. And I just don't feel like, you know what I'm saying? They don't really give a fuck about us anyhow. So why should we care about them looting or why should black people be speaking out against other black people? That's what really kind of got me during that whole situation was other black people downing those people of color. It wasn't even just black people out there. Let's get that clear. There was all type of people out there, but black people specifically downing those people for going out to loot and to go out, going out to steal. Rather they went out to fucking protest or fucking loot. That shouldn't fucking matter. They're standing up for a purpose. And those type of people are at home on their fucking computers or on their phones, not even standing up for a cause. So why the fuck do you have so much to say about people looting and about people stealing from corporations who don't give a fuck about them? The whole thing that started the whole target in Minneapolis is because they wouldn't let the protesters in so they could come and buy milk to put on their faces because they had been gassed by the fucking police. And I feel like that was a proper reason. And I feel but like the that, day after I do, I do in St. Paul, I feel I like too. it was at a the same more time, monetary reason at the versus same time, do the right thing. I don't blame them. I don't reason. like them. Go ahead. Do what you're going to do. It was Take a monetary your opportunity. Reason, but, but I feel like the it same wasn't, time, it wasn't for justice. Do I give a fuck? No, I don't. Do I no, care enough to be like, y'all shouldn't be doing that? No, I don't care that. Especially I don't from care the internet. That much. If, I like would, that, if you go out there and loot and you go out there and steal, bro, do what you do. I don't, we can't tell people how to grieve. You can't, looks like we could, we were talking about the whole Asian doll situation. We can't tell people how to grieve their own pain. If you want to go out there and steal some shit and light some shit on fire because you're mad, then go ahead. White people have been doing that shit for centuries. They've been, they've been stealing land, burning shit down, whole cities, whole towns, all types of shit. If you feel like you want to act barbaric because you're mad about some shit, like how they used to do back in the early 1900s, late 1800s, then do you. That's how I feel about it. I don't it. blame them, but I just feel like being in 2020, uh, fuck I, that. Feel, I feel like people had a different expectation and you don't uh, Martin need to, King. especially from behind a computer screen. Like you're not out here on the front lines, even for the people who was being peaceful, doing those protests and still got taken to jail just yeah. for being outside after Exactly. Curfew. That speaks a lot. And so, then to the people that were doing riots and the people that were shooting motherfuckers just for no reason or the, the people, the white supremacists the, the that were out there had who their drove guns a shit, semi-truck like, through a crowd of people and on. didn't go to jail because he didn't see them like that's you don't mean up. you mean to tell me that you didn't see a highway blocked off by hundreds of people and, and and it was a mixture of people out there but most of the people was of a darker complexion you mean to see meaning something you didn't see this brown blob in yeah. the middle of the highway they yeah he was lying come on and the fact that the fact 
the fact that being that a lot of people that were out there rioting and just doing what they do to stand up for the justice in the community um, were getting arrested like straight on the spot opposed to people like that. And we had people that were gunning people down, even when they were protesting for Breonna Taylor and they had the the, the little white man had killed a couple of uh, people out there and shit like that. Like these people are not even going to jail um, right away on the spot. But as soon as y'all see somebody protesting or standing up for what is right in there, that's the basic human right is to go and protest. You can protest. You That's can not say a gift whatever the you law. want to. You can even go out there and say whatever you want to, but as soon as you say something they don't like, like or you have a certain crowd they don't like, it's a crime now. Yeah. Don't don't take me to jail because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm using my right. Are you trying to take exactly. away from me? Yeah. And it's so funny just, how how the far did we get with the Martin Luther King shit? So th- my my question to those type of people on Facebook to circle back is. Y'all want to, oh, y'all shouldn't be out there doing shit. But how how far are we gonna get with your Martin Luther King theory? Are we gonna are we gonna get far with that? Are we gonna get far with going to do peaceful sit-ins and all that other extra shit when they wanna gun you down, sick dogs on you and and fucking hang you from a tree? You know what I'm saying? I have a lot to say on this topic, and I really feel like it may be needed for another episode. Yeah. I do not want to consume your time yeah, facts. with what I have to say. But what I do say a, is, a, is, is um, that it's not necessary, and I don't think that's the way to go about it. Um, peaceful yeah. sit-ins is no longer going to be able to work. Facts. Um, I'm a Malcolm X kind of bitch. I don't know about I, everybody asking else. Asking for help is no longer going to be able to work. Um, and I, But one thing I do think is, is how can I word this? Segregation isn't needed, but um, I don't think we can fight the fight for equality alone. I think that mm. the fight that we have would be better if we have allies who are of different races, whether they're Absolutely. Mexican, whether they're Asian, whether they're white. If they cared about us if, enough, if, if, and they if, don't. If they were, I don't think it's not that they don't care That's about crazy. us enough. I think that the the fight that we're trying to we're gonna engage. We're going to say that for a different we're gonna Yeah, I was going to say that the fight one. that we're trying to engage in is that it may not be something that they're not ready to do. A lot of people that you don't see a lot of Asian actors- Mexican, Spanish actors, those type of people speaking out with Black Lives Matter unless they have black family members or black babies. If you get on the internet, you don't see a lot of that. You see more of a lot. You don't see a lot of that. And I think I might be biased because I live in Minnesota. So we live in a space to where we do see that though. But a lot of people that are had those type of platforms that are people that really, really matter. And the people Mm -hmm. that are actors, basketball players and all those type of people. They're not saying shit. Shout out to Meredith from Grey's Anatomy because she been on her Black Lives Matter shit all year. And regardless. on top of that, she got black kids. So do she? It, yeah. <laughs> not only on the show in real life. In real life, yeah. Oh, that's probably why it's on the show. Yeah, she oh. got black kids. So do I really? Mm, not really. But I mean, I guess I feel you know it could be cool. But she does also have black babies. So of course it you care because you're fucking someone that's black. So, so okay, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, she just spoke out on a, a TV show, but she, yeah, she has. Black I kids. like her a lot. Yeah, she. I think she's one of the highest paid women. Yeah, and, she's cool. But I wonder though, does she get more paid more than Shonda Rhimes? Because she, that's something that was big this year. Shonda Rhimes leaving ABC because of not receiving what she felt mm. she deserved with yep. making Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. one of their longest running TV shows, yep. making Scandal one of their most successful TV shows, yep. having a How to Get Away with Murder. Murder so yep. that's three. T- TV shows that was giving them a prime time at least three days a For week sure. and she couldn't get the money that she felt like her creation was worth that For she sure. had to take a bigger deal with Netflix so it makes me wonder like okay Meredith you were going against um and I'm really bad with actor names but the person who used to play Derek on the show I can't remember his name the one she, with the like light was her hair. husband yeah, yeah he had the gray hair, hair. He, yeah. he was fine blue eyes yeah looked nice but um 
she was going against him just feeling like she was underpaid and she was able to come out on top. So I wonder, mm-hmm. was she there in support for Shonda Rhimes, who just felt, who could have felt that she was underpaid to her? Yeah. Because she is one of the biggest paid women actors in general. Yeah, so. that's crazy. As the creator of your show being paid equally. Remember back in the day when it used to be like Angelina Jolie and shit? <laughs> that was people like that. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, she's not really a bad bitch. She's cool. She's giving me auntie vibes. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, um, but anyways, next topic. Um, let's talk about, eh, let's talk about the Trump shit real quick. Let's touch, let's quick, just quick. Quick, just quick, just quick. <laughs> We're not politicians and we don't just know quick. the proper thing to say. Yeah. So that is, that, that's, that's our warning for anything that comes out Disclaimer. of this segment. Yes. Warning my ass. Disclaimer <laughs> that we don't really know. Uh, we do, let's not sound like uneducated. We, we know, uh, I, want to sound uneducated but i do want to let people know that i'm not a politician i don't spend my time researching politics so my opinion you know i think the best thing it's not well versed and i think probably somebody was probably is probably gonna watch this and be like why the fuck are y'all talking about it then you know what i'm saying because i would i would be that person (laughs) i don't give a damn we're talking about top 2020 moments and donald trump doing this on stage all year was top 20 and before we get into the the drama let me say, Donald Trump has given me a goddamn entertaining year. Absolutely, I, I agree. I'm not commending him for any of the drama he has caused, but having an entertaining president, yeah. yes, let's, he's, let's he's done that. Lightly when it comes to, I don't want the backlash, but yeah, all I'm just saying is the man was entertaining, and I know that it was very harmful to certain communities yeah. and even my community. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, he's funny. Funny. And that's because black people can't take shit seriously. That's the reason why. I think it's not we that we can't take shit seriously. seriously. I think it's because in like, certain situations, no matter. I don't think who, it's a bad thing though. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad thing. But when you look at it around and look around us, people are always like black people joke about a lot of shit. And what's really funny is that we can't look at you. See, we joking about it. Like it's not funny. Why was he doing? This? He's hurting people, bitch. He's hurting people. He's hurting people. He was happy. Um, he was happy. He definitely was happy. I just think that his shenanigans uh, throughout the year were uh, very entertaining from a offensive standpoint. From from a, a pop culture standpoint. But as yeah, far as like politicians in your real life, it was very um, harmful to everything that we yeah, had going on. Sure. He, he said some very uneducated things that for, for sure. people who don't have the access or even the mindset to do their own proper research that they didn't know. Just even mm-hmm. from him saying, COVID won't affect you. You don't have to wear masks. There's thousands of people out here not wearing and Max would probably add and then to his dumb ass called COVID. A- Stupid bitch. No, sorry, I don't know if I should be able to say that, but then he got COVID. No, no, but you can't call the president a stupid bitch. Another big moment of 2020 was Kathy Griffin being blackballed for having that picture oh, of Donald Trump with yeah. his head. Like, you know, although we don't like him, he still is our president, so yeah, we can't make she terror- went too far. Yeah, that's like a terroristic threat. Right, yeah, like, facts. you can't do that. Yeah, she, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, even though you may not like him or you may disagree with him, yeah. and, and I feel like even with that, though, like, um, as a black woman, if someone would have did that to Obama, yeah. I would be motherfucking livid, outraged. Yeah. But yeah, although facts. she was a white woman or whatever it may be, so it may mm. not have offended nobody, but I'm sure it offended somebody. I think and when I seen that, it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't comedy. Funny. Yeah. It wasn't comedy style at no. all. I'm like, oh. It was very distasteful of her. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, I get her. I think her delivery was wrong. But I, I think, think her delivery was wrong, but the, what, yeah. what she was trying to say, was valid. I can stand behind it. Yeah. But it's just about knowing who people are although you may disagree with someone's position mm-hmm. they're in that position so right. even when it comes to people like kanye west ice cube there's a lot of people who didn't like obama in office who came to discuss with Donald and i think Trump. that they were just really quiet about the obama situation because 
they knew that if they were to say anything out of pocket, that it would come across as racist. Mm-hmm. And, you know and, what I'm the, and that's what I think what it was coming across for you. And I think that people that are in the black community too, who 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 will say like, I really don't think that Obama really did too much of a good job. Black people would be like, oh, what? But they'll say that now though, like, comfortable. Oh right, of course. Why he was in office? office? Oh no. Oh no. What? He's great. Like yeah, facts. <laughs> like why would you say that? Why would you ever fucking say that he was a bad president? Like people literally look down on other black people. And, and there's certain like, things that people put on Donald good. Trump that per se wasn't his choice is something that he came into house and was already set up just as. like obama too. just like obama and just People like the president so it, there's certain things that were in place that he inherited that we that he received that we think from. that was his doing and a part of his term that actually carried over from the previous term like how every president has to deal with and i think that he received like you said a lot of backlash about what happened in the previous administration um, and that I think that's also another one for another. I episode. feel like um, Donald Trump was just a reflection of what um, what the world has turned into. I feel like mm-hmm. um, America specifically has turned into kind of like a parody. Like er- nothing in America is serious, no matter what it is. No matter if we're it's definitely joke to other no, co- uh, no. other countries for sure. Oh yeah, did you see Europe with that um, big billboard of Donald Trump within a condom saying like he should have been like not had or whatever the joke was? I wish I had it to show you guys. It was kind of funny, kind of not, but what? that's besides I'm the point. But it's um, I just think that um, he he just played into it because Donald Trump essentially is a reality TV star. He ha- he, he has no business being in that kind of power because he. Had the money to get himself there he was allowed to like i don't even think he thought he was gonna win i, think I don't he, think so either i think he thought thought he was gonna run it was gonna be cool it was gonna look good and then when he won i think he was taken back like oh I yeah that he won yeah i'm the president i didn't, I didn't think that what he am I supposed won to either do? um and I, I don't think that he thought he was gonna win either and i think that you know he he kind of took it i think you could try you could tell throughout the turn throughout his administration that he didn't that really know golfing. what to do and when i say nigga i Really mean that in the sense of <laughs> playful, not I serious. Mean. I know what you mean. Ignorant, and I know a lot of you guys refer that as to a melanated person. I use it in very general terms. We don't want black people talking that nigga gonna fly. Period. I, I don't want him to say it, but will I call him one? Yes. Yeah, niggas, <laughs> niggas is gonna nigga gonna fly. Nigga word gonna fly. But it is what it is. Y'all know who we talking about? Yeah, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. That nigga. You know, because <laughs> he he was cutting up, not the China virus, like. Are you uh, saying that? I don't really think that was racist though. But that's I don't I don't think it was racist. Didn't you just say it originated one good China? <laughs> it wasn't Did racist. It was said. just very specific. And because he's our president, he shouldn't have said that. Man, he didn't say he didn't say that gas <laughs> or whatever. Like, sorry, you can't say that. I'm sorry. That's what that's what you a, can't say that's that. what a racial slur would be. Okay, that would be a racial slur. But you he didn't. Slur. I'm sorry. He didn't it's say slurring. virus. He said China virus, which is exactly where the fuck it came from, according to the sources. So. I mean, what's okay? Point? So I just think as a as a regular person, if my favorite rapper would have said that, I wouldn't have been offended. Right. But if my president, the person who are supposed to be on common grounds with this country, also a very powerful country, if they wanted to, yeah. could put us out of power. And he's supposed to be leading by example too. Tread you know what I'm saying? Sir. You 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 lead by example with our country. So by you acting a fucking fool and acting a fucking ass on the on you know national television and people from other countries and stuff that we have dealing with are seeing that shit you're really not leading by a good example my nigga like gabe i have one question for you do you know who our president is as of today has joe biden won or are they still counting 
Okay. Perfect. Joe Biden is our president. So how do you feel about Donald Trump um, demanding a recount, feeling as if people cheated, calling, saying, why are people in line after the deadline? Like, well, I was already here. I still deserve my vote. vote it yeah. is a law. Mm -hmm. Like, do you feel like um, he's a sore loser? Yes, absolutely. Because he has said nothing. Yes. <laughs> he said, I don't follow you know, him on usually, Twitter. Me either. But, but you know, usually, you know, usually Donnie be on, he'll be on the social media with the Twitter fingers, baby. He be having a lot to say. But I don't think, I think that he's a sore loser. I think that he needs to show the same gracefulness that um, Obama and Michelle showed to him and his wife. And I feel like he needs to be mature about the situation. You got beat in the, you know what I'm saying, democratic way of the United States. And you need to just accept that and just, it is what it is. Do you think Donald Trump will still get support after his presidency with all of the turmoil around Absolutely. Him? Is that even a question? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think he's going to be bigger than he ever was. I don't even know. with being, yeah, I as far too. as a political person, I yeah. think if he steps away from I don't from think that he'll get politics, any more. Yeah. I don't think that if he, I don't think that he, I don't think that he will get any more politic type of job. I don't think that he'll be a politician anymore, to be honest with you. I think that he'll probably go back into like reality TV and some I shit like that. I think he's going to make a news station because Ooh. all presidency, fake news, fake news, fake news. So the yeah. only way and the best way for him to monetize is to have a platform. This is real news. Fuck Fox. Fuck CNN. I can see that. This is the real shit. I can see that. I can <laughs> see that. Our, however he's going to word it. Because he does, he like, does come on, come down on like CNN and shit a lot. Oh, because according to him, they're telling the truth about nothing. Yeah, facts. They're like brainwashed. So yeah, I can see uh, Donald Trump doing something like that for sure. Would you support him? Hell no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Hell no. Mm -mm. I had to support him because he was our president. Because I mean, like you. Did uh, you have to support him? I mean, not necessarily. Don't have to. say that. He gave, you, them, he gave you them stimmies. So I mean, at the end of the day. He gave you them. He gave you $1,200 once. Actually, honey, I got $3,200 because I had kids. So I ain't getting nothing for my little baby. Let me yeah. tell you. You didn't but, get nothing for him? No, I think I did. Maybe. I don't know. Girl, but we got more than $1,200. But, but yes. besides the point, you didn't get enough to maintain your Hell, livelihood no. through the pandemic. Hell fucking no. And I, but I don't know if whether we had Donald Trump or a different president, would that have changed? You know? Mm -hmm. So that's like kind of where I am. Yeah. With, with the up, and well, I was just say he was giving us our standing. That was really just being funny. Um, something that I wanted to touch on this year that I feel like became really big is TikToks and the whole oh, yeah. dancing. Yeah. Dancing, thing, they, the, like, like the challenges, like yeah. I've been seeing them. Like the first challenge that really struck out in my mind, and I don't even know if this was this year, was the So Far Gone challenge, and that may have been a couple. Oh, that years was ago. yeah, that was a couple. Yeah, and then years ago. like up until now, now it's became something. There's a new challenge every single week, and it's making yeah. an unknown artist bigger and bigger and I've bigger. Been saying that. I just seen a post, and this doesn't sound like a big number, but just really, there was 70 artists that were able to break off of having to dance on TikTok. That is absolutely amazing. What? 70 people who are able to become like mainstream artists that off of amazing. their song being on TikTok. That like is TikTok is almost a streaming platform. Like, let me put my song on TikTok and see what people do. Yeah. Um, That's I think, amazing. I think TikTok was a big deal as far as Meg winning a Grammy for Savage uh, on top of absolutely. Beyonce being on it. But uh, I agree. TikTok was for sure. big. Yeah. Whatever I, yeah. that is. Um, and there's even songs that I know to this day, Corvette, Corvette, yeah. don't know the song, don't got it on my phone, but know the words, let it come on, I'm going to be singing it, and I don't know how. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's such a magical platform. And you know what, that who has a lot to do with that? Kids. 
our kids, our kids have a lot to do with that. Like, and it's crazy because like you see younger kids, like every younger kid is doing TikToks. And I feel like they're the new generation that is just like really, they really helping motherfuckers out when it comes to shit like that. If it wasn't for our kids and the new generation, these artists would not be on like the 70 hours that you're talking about. They wouldn't even have a chance. Like, like they're the, the ones who generate those who did lottery. Views. Like the girl who did lottery, who made um that dance for K Camp. To me, oh, that, yeah, yeah. that's the first TikTok viral thing that stood out to me, at least. Just I'm I'm older, not older, but I'm 23. So that's the first dance in my head as far as 2020 that went viral to have a song. Because I heard Lottery before TikTok. And I liked it. I was playing. I'm like, okay, this is kind of hidden. Mm-hmm. And that's in TikTok dance. I'm like, oh, this is cute. And then a week later, I'm like, okay, this is played out. That's how it always been. That's how, how, it always how been. do you feel about TikTok dances, though? Like, although it may be beneficial for the artist, mm-hmm. is it really beneficial for the content that they're creating? Because I feel like now you're turning yeah. into something that I, do. I don't want to hear again. I don't want to hear again. You're right. And But that's the thing about us is that we're so, we're so to the point where we're like older now and you don't want to hear the same shit over and over and over again. So it's not like for us. But that's okay, though, because I don't I feel like TikToks are more for like the gener- like our younger generation. Like I feel like it's more for our kids. Our kids can listen to that shit over and over and over again. Like, and they won't ever get tired of that shit. So do I feel like it could be a double-edged sword is what I'll say. Like it could be like, oh, we, we kind of getting tired of this. We don't want to hear this shit no more. But then like you said, it, it could also break out artists as well because your kids are constantly doing that shit. They're making it a challenge. They're making it a repetitive thing. So now it's in everybody's head. And like you said, you could sing Corvette, Corvette because- you know, you know that, but you don't know who made it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't shit even like, know the name of the song. Right. I think I heard that it was called Adderall. What? I I heard, and I don't know because I haven't researched it. I think the song is called Adderall. Adderall. And why? And then that kind of like kind of makes me worry. Like, why are my song kids listen to a song called oh, Adderall? Adderall? Yeah. And what is the song really about? Because although I'm hearing Corvette, Corvette, how, are you moving fast because you're on Adderall? That's true. That's kind of weird. I never heard of but it. But I also think that um, TikTok is toxic for kids, though. Just with some things that they see, some of I the, the, internet the, alone the is toxic movements for that some of their, they're encouraging kids to do is like, is this really age appropriate for your demographic? Because whether it be age appropriate for us in our 20s, is it age appropriate for the 12-year-old that uses your app every day? I don't have a TikTok. I don't think I've ever made a TikTok. And if I did, it was off of somebody else's phone. You it know? is called Adderall. Why? I don't know. What are the lyrics? Can you just read like the first verse a little bit? Mm, I'm on the, I'm on the, like I just seen that. It says, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> it says, happen the motherfucking jet like that. They was like, pot, why you all like that? Why you talk like that? Why you walk like that? Off of Adderall, this is the reason why it's called what it's called. If you read the motherfucking lyrics real quick. And that's crazy because us parents, we're going to be... You just hear a little catchy song like, oh, my kid's just dancing. And then they're being influenced to do Adderall. He gonna say it. He's off of Addy. That's what. That's how, so, yeah. and they're trying to turn our kids into crackheads. That's yeah. why all of these. <laughs> no, seriously. As, from my understanding, Adderall is equal to meth, just like Xanax and shit is equal yeah. to heroin. Mm-hmm. So what? Mm-mm. I thought Adderall was a downer. 
No, Adderall is an upper. Is it? Uh, it's, it's only a downer for people who actually have the deficit of ADHD. If right. you don't have that, it's going to do the actual opposite to you. So if you actually have ADHD and need to be on the medication, was, yes, it's going to slow to. you down. Exactly. But if you're a person who have regular chemical balances, it's going to charge you up and you're going to be going all day, all night, cleaning your house, doing your homework, getting work done. You want to know something really weird before we like wrap this is that I used to take my cousin's depression meds on accident. Like I, not on accident. I was just kid. I was a kid. I was like probably like nine or 10. But I used to always take her depression meds and they made me sleepy. <laughs> I think No, I think that's what they do to regular people. What Adderall and depression meds do to like so, so was Adderall. I, so was to, I really depressed if it made uh, me sleepy? It didn't make me hyper. I don't think I, I don't think depression pills make people happy. I think that makes them feel in a very numb state to where Adderall they do? they can't feel that they're sad or they're happy. With Adderall, I think it helps people who are over hyper come to a common medium, but most time it brings them below a common medium. So instead of being hyper and outgoing, they're making them very dull and you know like just there type yeah. thing. And for depression pills, I think it does the exact same thing. I don't think it brings somebody to a common medium where they just feel happy. They might feel a little bit better or for an hour or two they can talk to people after mm -hmm. that they're asleep. Yeah, so that it's basically like a amphetamine. So the same thing that's in meth. Yeah. But one thing that I do want to talk about before we end the right. show yeah. all together is just um IKCR. I feel like that's the biggest thing that has happened this year. We talked about like a lot of pop culture, a lot of things that didn't directly affect us and how we feel in our livelihood. And I really do feel like we've um, came together and created something that's really great and is going to make a big impact on our culture For and sure. in our state. Especially here in Minnesota. Um just off back. Like I feel like right now we are, we have a platform that can bridge the gap between a lot of different things. Um, you know, kind of bring that gray area down to black and white when it comes to our artists and um, our music people and things like that. I feel like our, our brand and the platform that we're bringing to Minnesota, it's never before seen. I feel like we're doing things that are totally different from other podcasts here in Minnesota, which doesn't, you know, take away from what they're doing here. But I feel like um, we're going to bring a really good platform to uh, Minnesota and kind of bridge that gap between what's really going on in Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? So um, I also just like the way it came about because it was very organic. It wasn't a post looking for a host. It wasn't like we weren't looking for each other. We were going to our regular schmegular nine to five in yeah. orientation. And it wasn't even something we talked about on the first day of meeting each mm -hmm. other. It was just, hey, we got the same job. Mm -hmm. Let's get not even let's get to know each other. We just started talking. And yeah. It was just so organic and through organic. Once we started talking, we couldn't stop talking to each other. That's the crazy part about it. And organically, we found out we had the same hobbies. Whether we knew who we each other were or what we had going on, it was a conversation that just came like, oh, I've been trying to get into this. This is why I changed my podcast name. And there's me like, oh, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Let's do it together. Yeah. Again, tomorrow. I found the studio. Someone yeah. told me. <laughs> it did come really quickly, though. Like It's, it's all happening I told her, carefully. like, what I wanted to do was like a week later. Like, oh, yeah. I reserved us a little place so we can go see it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. What? It's been a week. Like, I, I'm probably sure. I'm sure she's like, what? I don't even. I wasn't know even you. being serious. <laughs> like, don't don't just put me on the spot. But I am also yeah. like, don't play with me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you was like, uh, but you brought it up, so <laughs> let's go. Someone told me about a place. But you said yeah. Perfect. Like you said you wanted to do this. Like, um. I really am excited. Uh, and I know you guys are going to be watching this at our party. Yeah. Um. I'm just really excited for all that we have to come. I'm really excited for the. Even the connections we're making right now as, Hell yeah. with no content out. Hell like, yeah. I even feel us having our almost 
today, and when I said the other day, like we're almost at 400, that was an exaggeration. Yeah. Today, we're 10 likes away from 400, and Ooh. I hope at our party, we're like 10 likes away from 1,000. Facts. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Her projectory. Oh, no, it's there. Vision. It's, it's there. I'm going to post every day. You're going to see me every day. I don't care. No, I love it. Um, But I definitely think that um, us repping our brand and us bridging those gaps between the communities here and just offering that platform to Minnesota, the Twin Cities period is a lot different from what we've experienced, a lot different from what we've heard. And I feel like we have a lot to offer our city. And um, it's definitely coming uh, 2021 for sure. For oh, sure. Yeah. We, every Saturday. We for sure. Here. For sure. <laughs> Come see us. Yeah. All right. But I think that concludes our show. Um, thank you guys for joining in with the I Know That's Right podcast, baby. Um, we'll be here every Saturday recording and we will be releasing on Wednesdays. Um, but this is our 2020 episode and that concludes everything for today. Thank Hope you. See you later. You guys Hope be you safe. Enjoy your time. Bye.